perfectly understandable. Most of the boys that matriculate at Manchester are very upstanding gentlemen. However, there are the occasional few bad apples. Like your stepbrother, Sebastian. I can't believe they didn't expel him after what he did to the school nurse. I hear she's recovering quite well. Nice to see you again, Mrs. Caldwell. Do you remember my, my daughter, Cecile? My, what an adorable shirt you're wearing. Thanks, my father took me on a trip to Australia. How are things down under? Blossoming, I hope. Sebastian! Life's the same, you're shaking like a tremble. Life's the same, it's all inside you. Uncharted Pooty. We learn all about Uncharted Pooty in a movie that was originally called Cruel Inventions. Great. I can only imagine what that invention could have been. The vagina? Test audiences thought that sounded like a sci-fi title, so it was changed. So let's get this out of the way. Science fiction? <laughs> Before what fucking science fiction is there about this movie? The fucking nod on Ryan <laughs> Phillippe's head that looks like Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yes. All right, let's just get it out of the way. Before I introduce anyone, tell you who we are. This movie's not good, is it? This movie it's, fucking sucks. It is so fucking bad. I did not remember it being this bad, and I am so upset that I even wasted my time watching it again. It's horrible. Something that has not changed is that this is the pool scene podcast i'm kevin i'm joined by jim hey now and for the first time in a while we're joined by a special guest today we have seth bauer in studio hey yo seth is a uh, pool sceneer who made the journey down here to uh from the East Coast. From the East Coast to do a number of things, but also we were honored to have him on the podcast. Seth, we're so happy to have you join us. Thank you so much. It's uh, very, very exciting to be here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Known Seth for over 20 years now, too. So this is yep. great. I haven't seen him in 15 since his wedding. Haven't so. seen Jim since my wedding. Yeah. Uh, I come to find out that I've known Kevin for, mm-hmm. <laughs> for a really long Probably time. Just as long. Crazy. Yeah, yeah we find out that, between. oh, yeah, you know, we did go to school together at one point. And I go, okay, well, that was a very fun time in my my life and uh now here we are and we're drinking beers we have some margs we're doing good man hey we're partying in here <laughs> hey hey everybody you have any some goddamn margs i can ride on a roller coaster okay got all kinds of beer it's, it's gonna dark. be a fun one i'm gonna tell everyone at home seth brought not drinks <laughs> he brought a bar he brought a bar <laughs> he brought a bar he brought a bar we're having flashbacks to cocktail <laughs> The world's greatest barman poet. That's right. Are we going to recite poetry? That'll be a new thing. Oh, no. Great. Off the floor, freestyle poetry. <laughs> I see America drinking the fabulous cocktails I make. America's getting yeah. stinking on something I stir or shake. We are covering 1999 American teen romantic drama, Cruel Intentions. It was cruel for us. Very, it was. <laughs> Very cruel. Uh, written and directed by Roger Cumble. That's not a real name. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it has a, to be um, a direct this fucking bullshit movie. Name. It doesn't really matter what else he directed because he wrote National Lampoon's Senior Trip. <laughs> Your favorite. I love that. You love Senior so Trip. Much. We covered it. That's good enough for me. But for those pool sceners wondering, he directed The Sweetest Thing, which I know Jim likes. 
It's a great movie with Selma Blair. Just friends with prosthetic fat Ryan Reynolds. Never All saw right. it. All right, so I love that fucking movie. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm a huge fan of that movie. I always have liked that one. College Road Trip and one that I dare you to tell me you liked, Furry Vengeance. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's a movie where animals turn on society. Great. Have but you not- really never seen that? Have you seen it? No, no fucking way. No, I haven't. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Shot in Six Weeks, Cruel Intentions is based on a 1782 French novel. That's the problem. Called Les Liaisons Dangerouses. This is a modern retelling. Actually, the second movie version of the book, the first was 1988. You want to guess the title? Fuck. Dangerous Liaisons, the direct translation. Okay. Cruel Intentions was also inspired by Todd Solon's Welcome to the Dollhouse, which I can see, but also Cruel Intentions is an insult to Welcome to the Dollhouse. Either of you ever seen Welcome to the Dollhouse? I have not. Not a surprise there for everybody. Is that that fucking Roger Ebert? movie? No, that's Valley of the Dolls. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that. Okay, Welcome to Dollhouse is nuts, and I would tell everyone that listens to this to go watch it, but then don't get mad at me for telling you to watch it. The famous quote from that one, I don't mean to be such a cunt. Cruel Intentions won Best Kiss at the MTV Movie Awards. Sarah Michelle Gellar took home Best Female Performance. I still think we need to do a swim meet series on the MTV Movie Awards and Music Awards. In general or 1999? In general, not 99. I was going to say, I think that would be a good one for an so ACS. who won the best kiss? They did. They did. It was yeah, her no, and Selma who? Blair. Oh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Seth Because there's Selma another Blair. kissing scene in this movie. Yeah, that one didn't win. It was, that one it was the kiss, which the. we'll get to. Yeah, we will. Are we going to get the, uh, the other kiss? We're going to get all kinds of kissing. Okay, yeah. got it. All right. Because there's a lot of kissing in this. Yeah, there is. We need to touch points on yeah. all of uh, yeah. There's also Uncharted Pooty. So, Jim, please... <laughs> Give us the budget and box office along with news and number ones at time of release for Cruel Inventions. WUAB, Channel 43, where the news comes first. This is the 10 o'clock news. So, Les Cruel Intentions, or Cruel Inventions, if you guys like the original I'm going to make a movie called Cruel Inventions. We should. Like, why? It would be better than this fucking movie. It could be anything. We need to create a better kiss, though, because this kiss, as a 17-year-old kid, was like, oh, my God. As a 41-year-old man, I'm like, whatever. Talking about the Faith Hill song? No, not this kiss. I don't like Faith Hill, okay? No, not Faith Hill. I'm talking this kiss in this movie. You do get a spit chain in yeah. this. Yeah, there's a really long one. That was not like the first That was not the first take. They had to do this a couple times, and I think they were just like working up the juices, the old mouth <laughs> they were juices. Into it. Are you sure it wasn't like a Nickelodeon gag situation? <laughs> it was. They put oh, gag in their it mouth. It thick. It had and durability. Then, uh, but they ended up keeping this take. Okay. Because originally they thought it was like a mistake, but they were like, no, I like I like mouth the juices. The one time she upchucked. So I really crazy. like the tensile strength of that spit between them. <laughs> I would think whoever made this movie probably sounded a lot like that. So Cruel Intentions came out March the 5th, 1999 to a $10.5 million budget and made a shocking $75.9 wow. million. Good job, guys. At the box office. Stunned. Before I get into news, I have a fucking gripe that I'm bringing up from last week. I'm calling this segment Martin Page Throwdown. In the house of stone. Okay, no, I caught a lot of shit for liking in the House of Stone and Light, especially from my partner in crime across the table, Mr. Kevin Bradway. So So I have receipts. Kevin and I, we love the song Orbital Bebop.
by Q Feel. Who was the lead singer of Q Feel? Martin fucking Page. Are you kidding me? Martin Page was the lead singer of Q Feel. I'm sorry, Jim. I'm putting in my two weeks right now. <laughs> One. Number two. He also wrote Starships, We Built This City. Okay. So maybe I'm on shaky ground. However. I like that song. Martin Page wrote Go West's King of Wishful Thinking. I'm back on board. My favorite song of fucking all time. He was the lead singer of Q Feel. Martin Page needs to get some okay. damn respect. So who the fuck is Martin Page Okay, again? so you're not caught up. Last yeah, week's no. episode, we picked <laughs> the worst songs of 95. The worst songs of 1995. Okay, and my right. number one in a fucking landslide, the song called House of Stone and Light. In the House of Stone and Light. I don't give a shit what it's called. <laughs> I don't ever want to hear it again. I must go there to find my soul, yeah. I don't want to hear about it again. It's music for dentists recreationally. It's a great song. It's fucking terrible. But I'm blown away that because I'm more surprised. How did he go from Q Feel and Starship and Go West to that shit? He was convinced with all of the songs that he wrote by Bernie Taupin, who is one of the greatest songwriters of the 80s. You have enough of your CV. Why don't you create your own shit? So he created his own shit and did In the House of Stone and Light, and it fucking sucked. Went through the roof. It's, it's worse Bernie than this Talpin movie. Actually started out working in a uh, the route that goes across the country. Route was it Route sixty six? Yeah, sixty six. That's it. Yeah, like in a gas station. He started working out there, and that's where he was found. He so, got his kicks there. He got his kicks on Route sixty six. Guess where I'm going? What's where funny in the month of August? That, Jim. Where Route sixty six? I'm going <laughs> to Tulsa. Are you going to Tulsa? I'm going next month. I'm taking my daughter to Iowa. Oh, that's right. And then in August, I'm taking a work trip to Tulsa. So I'm having a very exciting summer going to. Iowa. Iowa and Tulsa within like three weeks of each other. It's going to be fun. Great. That's a lot of Midwest travel. That's a lot of Midwest travel. It's going to be a lot of uh, I'm trying to get. Places. I'm trying yeah, to get so it. weird. I'm trying to see the weirdest thing I could possibly <laughs> see. Also, before I get off the Martin Page throwdown, he also wrote These Dreams from Heart in 10 minutes. Nice. Great fucking song. Martin Page has been validated. He was having, You're welcome. He was sleeping and he was. He woke up and he was like, <gasps> These Dreams. Dreams. Great song. In the House of Stone and Light, everybody blow it up on fucking Spotify. No. It's going to be my number one song for the year. I guarantee goddamn team it. However, at this time, Circuit City did a little special thing, and I think it was exclusive to Circuit City. Does it sell oh, $45 DVDs? It was not. So here are your top DivX releases oh, nice. at Circuit City. DivX lets you watch movies at home for about what it costs to rent, but you never have to return movies or pay late fees. Plug into DivX at Circuit City. The Water Boy, Ants, and the late, rest in peace, my friend, Jerry Springer in The Ringmaster. Make sure you watch wow. those within three days or they will be destroyed. You remember Divix? I 100% remember Divix. I remember getting my first DVD player from the old CC. That's right. And it had the little Divix symbol. And I think you got like two or three free ones with it. Yeah, but they lasted like two plays and then they're destroyed. I, honestly, well, I didn't fucking understand so what it was. Somebody said like, did. you connect your DVD player to the phone line, right? <laughs> and then you put this disc in and you're like, well, it's a DVD player. You dial this play, number. Right? Yeah. How do you, you go to the pay phone on this specific street? And, and the yeah. marketing behind it was why pay $30 for a DVD? You could pay $4.99 to watch a movie. Jim, but we've been talking about doing something special here. Yeah. You know, releasing something as, as pool scene merch. Yeah. I think I just pivoted and I think we should release it on Divix. <laughs> <laughs> pool scene podcast Divix. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Divix was awful. Divix was fucking horrible. I'm changing my name to Divix. <laughs> <laughs> 
So when it comes to video games, ladies and gentlemen, the cover of Electronic Gaming Monthly featured anybody a big Mario Party fan in here? That fucking game sucks. Better than Lemon Party. In 1999, did Nintendo finally get it right with the N64? In 1999. Yes, you hate the N64. Yeah, this is up. actually a good time to talk about how yeah. pissed off I was when oh, I heard Jim say that. Me. This is awful. This is, I mean, the how N64 can anyone say doesn't that? hold up. Try it's, playing it now. It is so fun because yeah. it had four controller ports because mm -hmm. it was intended to have a fucking good time. I'm yep. talking about the graphics and how fuck it holds up. the graphics. Up. No, the Why graphics you are a big thing. Graphics. Hey, man, uh, big thing. the Atari, fuck that thing. That game system does not stand up. It Those graphics are awful. They're awful. They're awful. Okay, so somebody just posted this thing that was like, I would much rather have fun, enjoyable, replayable games where the game designers and the people who worked on the game are getting paid more money rather than, because they're talking about like a video game now at minimum should take five years to make and people should work on it in shifts and take leave and stuff. I'm like, it shouldn't come to that. This Starfield game that's going to be coming out. The, the fuck's a Starfield? In, sep in September. It's made by Bethesda with the backing of Microsoft. They're saying this game minimum could be at least 500 hours playing before you won't even find it. I don't need that. It's a lot. I don't it's need a it. lot to stomach. But give I will admit, give me blast core on N64. But hey, I listen, think, but I think ahead. you're speaking from like the average gamer, right? Yeah. I mean, games now are so completely different than when, when we sure. were it's a lot. You know, younger. Like we love just yeah. going in and doing dying on the same board yeah. 75 fucking times before we beat it. And then we just all of a sudden, oh well, I beat it. I got bored from it, right? The newer games, and I love the whole idea of coming out with a video game system yeah. that doesn't connect to the internet. I love your guys idea about that yeah kevin awesome machine the technological advances in graphics game engines and everything yeah these patches are they're required now it's a yeah. lot even but so when you much. buy the fucking game you have to put in a 60 gig patch and it takes up all the hard drive but everything. i mean a good game company is going to have that day one patch out and ready for you yeah this is just the world that we live in i mean kevin awesome machine okay you turn the system on you play the game and then you turn it off when you're done but like don't give me a game that's not done you're not getting a patch you're not getting an update what defines a game that's done i don't know Gestalt. <laughs> a game that doesn't fucking suck. Yeah. Like, yeah. This sucks. This That's how right. all the games back in the day used to be. It's like, yeah. it better not suck. Yeah, there were games. We bought games to play games that were completely broken. Oh, they were ET was released, and it was ready to fucking go. Well, ready to go problem. in a landfill. Well, <laughs> I will say, though, desert. in Howard Scott Rorschaw's defense. Howard the Duck. He had three weeks to develop E.T. E no, no, three no, fucking yeah. weeks. Yeah. But the N64 is good for the wrestling games and maybe Mario 64. No. That's fucking it. The only no. reason we're talking about any of this is because Cruel Intentions is so fucking bad that we're just going on rants. So is Cruel games. Intentions released for N64? <laughs> I'm fucking shocked it wasn't. It's like a shovelware you know, game. There weren't a lot of button mashers on N64, but you had a button mash to make him kiss in the park. The games of Nintendo 64. That'd the only way to get a perfect game. score is if you had that gelatinous string going between <laughs> yeah, the mouths. Yeah. Get that big chain. Like button mashing to pull it. <laughs> All right, so Tom Snyder concludes his run on the Late Late Show after 777 episodes. Give us a Snyder cut. Craig Kilborn takes over as the host of the Late Late Show and then became Late, Craig Late Ferguson, show. and then it became James Corden, and now, like we said in a previous episode, it's going to become At Midnight, back oh, that's on right. the I air. I was like, who's taking over for Corden? But they yeah. should just bring back Kilborn. I yeah, love he was amazing. Craig Kilborn. He was I, so good. That's where I always used to watch the Late Late Show, but I ended up getting a better appreciation for Craig 
Craig Ferguson later Surprised on. Not oh, no, no, he was I'm great too. Surprised they're not just doing a fucking AI host or something. Yeah, why not at this rate? Because we know how bad AI is. Hosted by Chat Chat GPT. Yeah, Chat yeah, GPT. Why the fuck not? I'd watch it actually. Yeah, why not? It's actually probably be pretty good. In the weakest of the trilogy, Stone Cold Steve Austin beats The Rock at WrestleMania 15. Stone after- Cold ET. <laughs> it all comes together. After Austin Give joins. Me a cheeseburger. <laughs> After Austin joins McMahon in Texas, which was a stupid angle. Terrible. Fucking stupid. The best of their angle was their final one, WrestleMania 19. The Rock doing three rock bottoms. Heel Rock, my favorite rock of all time. The number one. We're drinking Terramana tequila, so shout out The Rock. I shout know out listens. to Dwayne. He doesn't have anything else going on. Welcome back to the family, the, Dwayne. Uh, XFL lost like $60 million Did this season Did it end up losing so. a lot? They lost like $60 million. Black Adam tanked. He returned to Fast X. Really? I didn't think X. XFL did that bad. The what? The XFL. XFL. Yeah. I, think I said SFL. It lost a fucking ton of money. I guarantee you the USFL is probably going to end up losing more. Even worse. Uh, they did need you to combine. Spoil Fast 10 for me? Yeah. Fuck yeah. He's, he's the main character. He, yeah. he kills everyone. Yeah. All right, D- Dom Toretto dies like he five gets, minutes into the movie. You find oh, out nice. he, gets, he gets naked. His actual name is Luke Toretto. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> Jason Momoa peels his skin off. It's Franklin Angela. <laughs> he ends up becoming a mermaid. It's Splash 2 because of Aquaman. He's a mermaid. He's a Merman, That's huge exactly cock. That guy, huge cock. He's like, I don't like cars. And after, I only ride I motorcycles. Think I got the black lung pop. Yeah. And after he revealed his mermaid penis, the song that was the number one song in America was "Monica, Angel of Mine." There was something inside of you, something I thought that I would never find, Angel of Mine. Which is perfect. Talked about Monica last week. Stay away from Brandy. Yeah, no shit. And then the number one movie in America for two weeks. Analyze this with Robert De Niro. Really? Speaking Thanks. of The Rock, he was in, was it Analyze That? No. Was, shit, I think he was. Yeah, I think he was in the sequel. He still had the Jerry Curl He, he still had the weird hair thing. Yeah, but thank God. Are either have his, of those movies good? I don't, I don't think, know. I might have seen, I might <laughs> have seen the seen first one when it first came out. So Bobby D and uh, who else is in that? Oh, fuck. Billy Crystal's in Yeah, Billy Crystal taste. is in that one too because he's a the therapist. He's only got one good movie, right? Billy Crystal? Like City Slickers? When Harry Her- 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 Met Sally? Legend of Curly's Gold. Garbage movie. The second no, one. it's not. It's a garbage movie. You're out of your it's fucking only mind. Only the second one, Legend of Curly School. I thought That's you were going to say the one, sequel right? to When Harry uh, Met Sally. Yeah. Yeah, okay. When Harry Met Sally. He was too. good at hosting the Oscars at one point, too, wasn't he? Billy he did Crystal? that a lot. Yeah, he did that a lot. That yeah, was That's like stick. what he's famous for. No, he's actually really famous for doing Muhammad Ali because he does the greatest right. Muhammad Ali impression. He did, pretty good. He did Muhammad Ali. That. He didn't have sex with Muhammad Ali. He did the impression of Muhammad Ali at his own funeral, which was. Wait, he did it at his own funeral? No, he did it at Muhammad Ali. Funeral. He did a whole Ali versus Frazier routine. Yeah, that's did. fantastic. And that's all that was going on in America. Let's get the cruel intentions. Oh joy! Great. Fuck. Thanks, Thanks Jim. Thanks You're... for that excellent segue. Sorry. Get through. You know, this. I will say. Thankfully, we have tequila. We have beer. Seth was nice enough to bring his mobile bar and a bartender. <laughs> that's right. So, I right, know. I feel bad. I got to give you a better segue. I apologize. I'm keeping this in the podcast. Fuck you, editing, Jim. And that's all that was going. On March of 1999, let's get to a little Ryan Phillippe, Reese Witherspoon, and Selma Blair with a little Sarah Michelle Geller SMG, if you will, for a little cruel intentions. On to you, Kevin. Wow. That's my morning zoo. Wow. wow. You're welcome. That sounds That's my radio I think background. You missed the, uh, the cue there, handsome Dan. Tagline. We have several. I like to do taglines here. Uh huh. Tagline of this movie should be. 
Fuck. <laughs> the main one, what you can't have, you can't resist. Oh, great. That means I can't fuck my sister? Is Whoa. It, is that like the Bella twins? You can look, but yeah, you can't can touch. Fucking love the Bellas. It's pre mode. Um, mode. I can't. <laughs> I can't not tell you the other taglines. Deliciously evil, wickedly sexy. Ew. What more could you ask? I think that's like for is a that all fun. one or is that three? That's all one. I think that's one of the lazier ones we've seen. That's bad. In the game of seduction, there is only one rule. Never fall in love. What is this? A Michael Douglas movie? <laughs> or a Michael Bolton song? Michael Bolton song. They're old enough to know better and too young to care. That one <laughs> makes me yeah, a little uncomfortable. Makes, what? Yeah, that's, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. yeah. Supple breasts. A tight form ass. In the game of betrayal, how far will you go? Murder? No, no. There wasn't murder in this movie, shockingly. Kind, kind of. There was yeah, almost a yeah. murder. We're talk about that too. It was attempted murder and when then they tried to kill I think my, my least favorite one, careers. if they would have put this on a poster, I would have been pissed. Are you in or are you out? If that would have been a tagline, this would have been the first ever episode of the Pool Scene Podcast. So, <laughs> I, I've never talked about this on the podcast, but I was involved in an incident with Jake the Snake Roberts, which was on TMZ. It's true. He was. A lot of people blamed me for it. Said I poisoned Jake the Snake. I did not poison Jake. But I remember, so one of my buddies in wrestling was kind of taken under Jake's wing a bit. And he did a little tour with Jake. And Jake Roberts' real name is Aurelian. Yeah. And I remember my buddy asking Jake, how do you say your name? And he's like, it's Aurelian. Like, are you really in? But that's what that tagline reminds me of. Are you in or are you out? Are you really in? The look on Seth's face sells it I'm, all. I, I'm, yeah. Jake the Snake pulled his dick out in front of a bunch of Boy Scouts. Yeah. And I got blamed for it. It's his actual dick. Was this also the night of, you want to play 21? No. We'll play 22. That was before I was born, oh, okay. I think. <laughs> um, but uh, no, yeah, it was, his, it was his actual dick. I mean, people were chanting Jake the Snake, and he said, you want to see a snake? Yeah. And uh, he showed it to him. All right. Um, everybody does it. He's a lot better now, by the way. He Jake is. is no longer on the alcohol or the drugs. Okay? Everyone everyone does it, but nobody talks about it. I don't understand that one. Because you mean watch this movie? Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. The German version of the movie. Oh, God. Was there shit involved? Ice Cold Angel. Scheiße. Which translates to Ice Cold Angels. Right. Surprised it didn't involve poop. Not as good as Cruel Inventions. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, kiss the plot in the park. Now, close your eyes and wet your lips. Are you for real? You want to learn or not? Our setting is upscale New York, rich kids, private schools. Popular Catherine tells Mrs. Caldwell and her daughter Cecile about her private school, since Cecile will be an incoming freshman. Since she's naive and sheltered, Mrs. Caldwell says Cecile needs someone to look out for her. Catherine's stepbrother Sebastian enters, but Mrs. Caldwell reacts negatively to him and they leave. Catherine tells Sebastian that she plans on using Cecile to get revenge on her ex-boyfriend, Court Renner. Great name. Court dumped Catherine because he likes Cecile. He's living that double life. He likes life. that she's a virgin. That's yeah. what he likes. The conquest. Already problematic. Yeah. Catherine asked Sebastian to seduce virgin Cecile, therefore ruining Court's interest because like, apparently he's going to be like, she had sex, I'm done, I'm out. He went on to be a... Uh, the fruit is tainted. Yes, exactly. Sebastian says no because he has his eye on his own virgin, Annette Hargrove, the daughter of the school's new headmaster. It's like Harry Potter. <laughs> 
<laughs> Catherine makes a wager with Sebastian that he can't seduce Annette if he fa- well that he can seduce Annette yeah. if he fails. Catherine gets his vintage Jaguar XK140. I appreciate how you properly pronounced it, by the Jaguar. way. Jaguar. Jaguar. The Jag. If he succeeds, Catherine will I finally give in to his advantage in <laughs> advances and have sex with him. So they're the, all cunts in this movie, aren't they? Let's be honest. The here. uncharted Pootie is his sisters. I mean, she's his stepsister. Actually, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. But we never see their parents once. No. So we just assume it's his stepson. I'm assuming that Catherine fucking killed him. Fucking dead. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they're dead. As Sebastian begins his conquest of Annette, his reputation precedes him. He keeps chipping away at the relationship with Annette, but he also eventually agrees to go along with the seducing Cecile plan. In a weird way, and I kind of got this vibe, do you think Sebastian banged Cecile's mom? Yes. I kind of got vibes. Yes, 100%. Because she really hates him. That's a very good observation because he banged the daughter of his therapist. Yes. What's her problem? Looks like somebody's in need of some therapy. <laughs> He's known for that. He dick. was just running around getting yeah. it. And from like everyone. his sister's like hyping. She's like his hype man because she's like, she is. You need to graduate high school as a legend, having slept with absolutely you everyone. Fucking Sebastian Valmont. I don't even know how much there is in like logic in this. There's oh, there is like, but a lot. Goddamn, nothing in this movie <laughs> makes any fucking none of sense. It. No, like, none. Okay, all right, Sebastian is truly falling in love with Annette, and the feeling is mutual. They do the hunka chunka. Ponies, <laughs> oh. the wild mambo. The, the hunk of hey, you know, but the, they do, the hunk of chunker. They do it for real. Yeah, they don't put on the head, they don't put on the headgear and stuff. No, there was full penetration with extra gloss. Full penny. Ugh, like exchange of bodily fluids? Yeah, a lot of gloss. <laughs> Penny. Penna. Not uh, Penna's boat. Shout out to uh, Desmond from Lost. Catherine Constant. offers herself to Sebastian since he won the bet, but he refuses because of his feelings for Annette. Sebastian explains to Catherine he's going to tell Annette the truth about the bet, but an angry and jealous Catherine convinces him that it will not only ruin his stellar reputation of being such a the great town's rap. being the town's the biggest. Cock of the, he's a cock, the cock of the walk. But also it'll ruin Annette's reputation. So he breaks up with Annette and tells her she was only a conquest. You know nothing. You don't even know me. The fact of the matter is, there is someone I love. You don't even compare to her. I don't believe you. I don't know how to make this any clearer to you. You mean nothing to me. You were just... You... You were just a conquest. Begrudgingly breaks up with her. He's crying. So now, Sebastian, he tries to cash in on the uncharted pootie. But Catherine admits that, like, Sebastian was actually the target of the whole scheme. That basically she wanted to ruin him and wanted him to ruin Annette yeah. just for her entertainment. Then she says, I don't sleep with losers. So Sebastian tries to fix things. He gives Annette his journal, which is like a burn book that includes everything about Catherine's cocaine problem her schemes. She's like a young female Don Jr. Oh, big time. Catherine tells a character named Ronald 
who is Cecile's music teacher and love interest, that Sebastian has been sleeping with Cecile. Ronald goes to confront Sebastian. They fight into the street. Sebastian uh. gets hit by a car, saving Annette, who has intervened. <laughs> fucking so stupid. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. Sebastian oh, bites it, as in he fucking dies. <laughs> so fucking... We've covered 153 episodes. This might be the dumbest fucking death. And I'm not even counting Chinese-speaking vampires. This is the dumbest fucking death ever. No, give me Kelly Canner's death. Yeah, oh God, yeah. Good call. Evil bow. At his funeral... EBT. During the eulogy by Catherine, Annette has distributed copies of the pages of Sebastian's journal. Catherine's reputation is ruined, and it's implied that she's expelled. Our final scene shows Annette driving Sebastian's car with his journal by her side. I cannot wait till we get to logic. I can't wait till we get to logic. Hey, I can't wait to talk about logic, fuckers. Let me see how you pronounce her last name, because I could not figure out how to pronounce her last name. Yeah, I I don't know. Submachine gun. It's uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar as Catherine Maritool. They mentioned it once, and you can barely hear it. It's They they should have just made it like Morrison. Exactly. Why couldn't they have just anglicized it? They tried to stick to the uh, Shakespeare knockoff French book. I talking about how to pronounce her name, like as in Sarah (laughs) Mikael Galar. Galar. Enchanté. She is based on the Marquise de Maritool. We. So Sarah Michelle Gellar was 22. She and Ryan Philippe were the first choices for the role due to Neil Moritz working with them in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Ryan Philippe as Sebastian Valmont based on Vicomte de Valmont. Why the fuck couldn't he be Sebastian Belmont and he's related to the Castlevania It's Belmonts. a Castlevania movie. I uh, wish. Or, or like not like Sebastian Bach. Thing. Yeah. Why couldn't oh he just be that God. dude? Like have him get row. Yeah. I just have him grow his hair out. And, <laughs> 18, you know. in life. <laughs> 18 in life. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Philippi was 25 at the time. Uh, <laughs> Could have been 35. He's, Reese Witherspoon as Annette Hargrove based on Madame de Tourvel. She was 23. Columbia Pictures wanted Katie Holt. Okay, I can see that. The writer didn't like her. Uh, but Reese Witherspoon was dating Ryan Phillippe at the time. So bing, bang, boom. And he begged her to sign on. Selma Blair is Cecile Caldwell based on Cecile Belanges. Uh, uh, she was 27. She played a fucking nine-year-old. So she was basically the, <laughs> the oldest actress playing the youngest character. Uh, the dumbest? I did not realize that they had her as a freshman. She Dude, was a freshman. Not, so she was like I 14, 15. That. This movie, she didn't makes, know it could happen. This movie just got fucking worse. It got worse because she acts like she's fucking nine. Oh yeah, she acts like a actual child. Ah. No offense, Selma Blair. Joshua Jackson is Blaine Tuttle. He was 21. Dawson's Creek. Eric Mobius. Is it Mobius? Like the fucking name of Mobius. As Greg McConnell. This dude kind of looks a little bit like Alpha Jesse Eisenberg. No, wait. Who was that in there? The quarterback. Annette Loved, who was, was sleeping with Joshua Jackson. Sleeping with Joshua oh. Jackson's character. Wait, I thought that was Court. What's his name? Or no, was? that's not Court Bauer. No. Court, Court, see, Court see, Bauer. This is just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> From MLW, Court sure. Bauer. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Sean Patrick Thomas as Ronald Clifford. Save the last dance. He was 28. Swoosey Kurtz as Dr. Regina Greenbaum. Yummy. She, she was, was in the original. She, she was, was in the original Dangerous Liaisons in 1988. Okay. Real quick question. Throw it out there. 
Yes. Would you I have, love watching sisters. Would you have done sexual relations? 99 Swoozy Kurtz. Like I love yes. 87 Whoopi. Yes. Would you do 99 Swoozy? Yes. Okay. 100%. Consistent. Consistent. Swoozy Kurtz is in one of my favorite shows, Pushing Daisies. She's in a lot of stuff. She's awesome. Okay, yeah. since Seth hasn't been on the show, would you 87 Whoopi? 87 Whoopi Goldberg. Are you asking me if she's a one or a zero? Uh <laughs> She's would you? Or would She's you? one. Thank you. I win. Burglar. Bring it on. She's one. Next. There's almost none you could ask me. Hey, I was in the house of stone and light. I know what I'm doing. Tara Reed as Marcy, <laughs> Marcy Greenbaum. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Draco Malfoy. Draco, like, Draco Malfoy. <laughs> she's Wait, only in this movie for like 13 seconds. Yeah. Somehow, weird, yeah. And somehow she's worse in this than anything <laughs> that she's ever been in. Yeah, I agree. That, she's how, bad. How does that um, happen? Yeah. And then Charlie O'Connell played Court Reynolds. Oh, there Jerry O'Connell's Court. brother. All right, so normally here we do which actor or actress gives Should the past more performance and which non-lead character still scenes, uh, but I'm changing it to... Yes. So we had a bunch of hot at the time 20 somethings playing teens oh the premiere so instead of which actor actress gives past performance give me top three performances between submachine oh. gun ryan Phillippe, <laughs> ryan phillips reese the spoon reese the spoon <laughs> selma blair selma five joshie jackson pacey and sean patrick thomas spt save the last dance Seth, you're the guest. Who'd you like best, second, and third? Okay. Okay. Because most of, I will say, most of the performances in this movie Fuck. are fucking painful. Horrible. Honestly. Okay. SMG, I think, like, for what she was supposed to be doing. She plays a great yeah. bitch. She played her role. Oh, big time. The way she was supposed she to She very play. much was a bitch, a lover. She didn't break a, a mother. Of how awful the scene. subject matter was. Oh, yeah. She actually delivered. Yeah, she stayed in kayfabe. I yep. agree. That's my number one. Okay, your number two. My number two? Yeah. Yeah. See, this is where it gets dicey. So, and I don't know if this is going to come up in scenes. They're driving down the road and Reese Witherspoon's making all the different faces at Ryan Phillippe. The it is one of the only. This is one of the only times in this film that I felt like I didn't want to uh, run outside and get struck by lightning. You <laughs> escaped from the movie in which you were watching. I was watching. like, wow, you know what? She's because cute. She has a very pointy chin. Yeah. She's cute. She's very unique. She does have unique features. She does. Um, there's, you know, and that's a whole other tangent that we could go on that, you know, the different actresses that have different unique features. That's scene right there so yeah. yeah i think this is what my favorite scene of the film yeah I, the rest of it is surrounded by dog shit yeah it's an endearing scene yeah and now you're third yeah there is one exactly okay. jim so for me begrudgingly i hate to say it ryan phillips no my number one <laughs> no why because wow, he terrible. plays he plays he's a terrible. great aloof hold on he plays a great aloof idiot who tries to come across cunty rich but tries to idiot. be a, i'm a fucking idiot but tries to be a commoner, but he's a deceiving little bitch. And he's perfect as a deceiving little bitch. But who did he deceive? He deceived himself because he was in denial that oh. he was really in love with Annette until the very end when hey, he got called out by as he deceived some machine gun. Denial is just a river in Egypt. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. My number two, let's give a big shout out to SPT, SPT Sean Patrick 100%. Thomas, the fucking music teacher who all of a sudden gets set up. He's teaching music and getting trimmed. His fucking, the 1999 stereotype of a racist mom who basically says, oh, oh I can't be racist. Into that. I have black friends. We're getting That's into that. the kind of thing I yeah, got. He's the only black person in the movie, right? Yes. Number three, finally, I like uh, Reese Witherspoon. Okay. Adorable. I have Sean Patrick Thomas. Yes. I got Joshua Jackson. I love Pacey. He's great. He's not in the movie that much, but he fully committed. He went with the bad peroxide dye job. Yeah, but you know what, though? That was at the same time 
He filmed Dawson's Creek 2 and he Dawson's Creek 2? Not, I didn't know there was a sequel. Jesus Christ. You know what I meant? He also rocked Is the blonde in Dawson's Creek. I wish. I've never seen it. It's on DVD. It's, it's on Divic. You can only watch it once. That's why no one knows. We'll watch it tonight after that. That's it. One, one, we got one play left. One play. That's it. And then it's gone from history. Gone. Remember it. No one knows it exists. Can you imagine the guy that's operating those fucking servers sitting there in like the middle of fucking Montana? Yeah. You know, that's like one dial in to the Divic server every seven and a half years he's got four he's like, left oh my god all these movies i got in the <laughs> i need to have a divic someone player. please please play cruel intention so i can be free from my divic's prison uh, once they play cruel intentions divic's i'm done uh, divic's prison divic's he's prison. got a really long beard he's been living off a of corned beef hash for the last 19 years <laughs> Open it up at the cellar this yeah. Friday. It's like my fucking dream. It's Divic's a, prison. It's a Barry B production with special <laughs> guest Lavar Arrington. It was always Lavar Arrington in Shymark. Uh, Babylon Winter Blitz Eight featuring <laughs> Divic's prison on the main stage. Uh, One right. play left. Yeah. Let's move on to best scenes. Uh, first, I'm going to say this movie starts out with a placebo song over the opening credits. So I'm like, yeah. this is going to be cool. I'm yeah. like, they're hip. They got placebo in here. They're like. Like going for it. Quickly, that whole thing kind of fizzled and wore off. Seth, you're our guest. Why don't you give us your notable scene? Hard to say best yeah. scene, so notable or yeah. favorite scene. All right. So I already mentioned uh, the scene where they're driving and, you know, Reese Witherspoon's making all the different faces yeah. and everything. And it is one of those scenes where you're like, oh, my God, I'm actually a normal person watching actors that probably regret that they did it, this movie. You stop. It's okay. You can laugh. Everyone's so much telling anybody. I don't think they did. They just raked in the cash for all this stuff. I would like to think that that scene though is it helped the fact that those two were together and I feel like it was unscripted. She knew how to get a reaction out of them and that's why she did all the Very faces. rarely do you see that from an actress. Yeah. Especially like, I mean, could you call her A-lister back then? Not back then. I think then. she was up and coming. Like Reese is definitely an A-lister She now. was. She B has been for quite a time. She was B+. plus. She walked the line. She did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the scene. As your mind. So we haven't really hit this yet and I just want, I think this is a good time to bring it up. Whoever put this to script was looking into 2023 and saying you know what someday it's gonna be cool to want to do your stepsister <laughs> yeah right yeah. like, like when we're ahead like, of the curve he created yes. Pornhub didn't exactly <laughs> like, like that is now it's no longer taboo and if I win I'll give you something you've been obsessing about ever since our parents got married be more specific I'll fuck your brains out. It's and not, I, not only is it not taboo, if you go on any porn site, it's a genre. It's 90% stepsister, stepmom. Step yes. yeah. That's exactly what it all is. And the it forbidden is, fruit. And it's crept over into mainstream social media. Yeah. Like, you don't even need to have to be an avid porn fan to know that that is the new hot shit. Yeah, you're right. Right? Whoever came up with this way back then, you know, they must have had a time machine and they could go up and they could see, you know, this is going to be really fucking great in the future. Future. That's what happens to Fast X. Dom has time machine. <laughs> and he that goes and meets uh, Martians. Ask any racer, any real racer. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. 
Then he ends up in this universe. Family. That aside, we don't ever get the age that they were at when their parents married. No, we have no idea. We don't so get it. even for 1999. Because it is a big difference. 1999 standards. I'm going to take myself out of the situation, right? If you just look back in and say, you know what? You got older parents. They get married. Let's say like a 22-year-old son yeah. and a 23-year-old daughter. Yeah. Like that is definitely different than your parents marrying when you're like seven and eight. Yes. You grew up in the same right. home. Yeah. Yes. Like I will say it. There is a difference there. But in this movie, you have no idea. So when she says, you've wanted to fuck me ever since our parents got married, you're wondering how you long, how long ago? 15 years? Exactly. Yeah. I think that is something that would have been crucial. That's an excellent point. To the fans or to the viewers. Hey, Sebastian, say, like, remember when you saw me at Farmer Jim's? <laughs> Big reference there. Seth knows what I'm talking about. I was at Farmer Jim's throwing horseshoes. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, we never, that, don't you? Yeah, we no, never no, get no. it. Yeah. No, no, you have no idea. Because honestly, like there was, like, so Ryan Phillippe is supposed to be 17. I don't even know their He's names. Yeah. Sebastian Valmont. Sebastian, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. And then you got her name, whatever. Catherine. Yeah, Catherine. So they're like 17, juniors going to their senior year, I think. Oh, it's so weird. <laughs> right. If their parents had just gotten married, okay. Yeah, All right, right, that, yeah. right, right. Like, not it's been six months. Not, not for not, 10 years, maybe. Not defending the movie and saying it's not a fucking shit show and saying it's not creepy as fuck, but it would be better. Context yeah. would be great. Exactly. Yes. And we never um, get it. So let me transition to my first scene then. Uncharted booty. My feelings were hurt when I'd learned that court had fallen for someone else. You don't mean. None other than Cecile Caldwell. So that's what this is all about. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. When I get through with Cecile, she'll be the premier tramp of the New York area. And poor Court's new little princess will be damaged goods. Why go through Cecile? Why not just attack Court? Because if there's an attack made on Court, it could be traced back to me. I can't allow that to happen. Everybody loves me. And I intend to keep it that way. Hmm. I see your point. Why should I care? Because I need you to seduce our young Cecile. We get a huge exposition dump between Sebastian and Catherine. Catherine tells Sebastian she wants him to seduce a girl named Cecile as revenge because a guy that Catherine likes now likes Cecile, but Sebastian wants to sleep with Annette. So they make a wager that if Sebastian sleeps with Annette, that Catherine will finally give in to her stepbrother's advances. Also, casual cocaine use, like, inferred here. They don't really show it. No. They just, like, kind of infer that she does. It's in her cross. So they pretty much explain the whole movie. This whole plot is like knockoff Shakespeare. It's like dime store Shakespeare. It's bad. So they sort of have to have this exposition dump where they're like, we're going to give you the entire plot of the movie in this five minute scene. Well, the bad thing about that bet, though, she wants his 1952 Zag as a bet. And then she agrees, basically, as he's walking out she the door. She wants his brute cologne truck. And the thing is the fucking the go getter for it that drives me nuts. She basically says, you know, and if you win, you can have me. And he's like, no, nah, I'm fine. He starts walking out the door and she basically implies you can have anal. No way. You can put it anywhere. You got yourself a bet, baby. 
I'm in Jaguar for anal. That's basically what it was. Oh yeah, that car is nothing. I think they did that on. I think they did that on Wheel of Fortune. First of all, <laughs> Jaguar for anal. Is that why Pat Sajak was like, you know what? I'm out of here now. We've done Jag for anal. There's nothing that's going to top it. Vanna. Dude's 122 years old. That, he looks that's great. That's almost. I don't, I don't even know if that's a logic point, but like if you're that infatuated with a woman, yeah. that happens to be your stepsister, she, and all you want to do is, you know, put it she, in her so up. she doesn't care. But, her body's but, a vessel. Oh yeah. Because she's just like, I want power and through manipulation. And Sebastian's just like, my dick. What do I do with it? <laughs> you know what's the theme throughout this movie I find interesting and we've talked about this in previous episodes in the mid to late 90s like AIDS and everything and HIV was such a big thing I did not hear one condom usage throughout this entire movie yeah there was no snapping there's no snaps there's nothing there's no condoms nothing come on all right Jim what do you got condoms 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 so my first one by far let's talk to it right now let's get down to nitty-gritty this kiss nitty-gritty dirt pan let's try it again only this time I'm going to stick my tongue in your mouth. And when I do that, I want you to massage my tongue with yours. And that's what first base is. Okay. Eyes closed. This kiss does not hold up this later on in life. Is incredible. I remember as a 17 year old kid, this this kiss being the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Seeing it now as an older adult. I have a lot of logic. I think most of my logic falls around. There's people scene. in this park and they're just they're randomly so taking kisses back and forth. This kiss, it felt like to me in all you pool sceners out there. I hope you agree. It felt like a 35 year old woman kissing a 10 year old girl. That's what it seemed like it, to me. It I'm seemed because so. Of, do you mean because? of how yeah she acted she's in so movie. mentally she's supposed to be playing what was it 15? so it was like nell kissing meryl streep that's what it fucking nell, seemed yeah tay, tay and win. great fucking Ma and paul and a tay that, and might, win. that might be the deepest cut ever in the history of this podcast but it's very true she plays was selma blair ever 14 or 15 years old was she ever 14 or 15 i don't think she was because you she know went what from nine i'll to take 20. that bet. i will bet she was at some point i'm gonna say no because Jim. she went from nine to 20. I'm sorry. I don't need another heartbreak. I don't need another turn to cry. No, I don't want to learn the hard way, baby. Hello. Oh no. Goodbye. <laughs> but you got me like a rocket shooting crazy straight across the sky. It's the way you love me. It's a feeling like this. Fuck it's a you. centrifugal motion. It's a perpetual bliss. <laughs> it's that pivotal moment. It's uh, impossible. This kiss this kiss, unstoppable, this kiss, this kiss. I hate the fact that I played that song during the kiss cam portions when I did the in-game audio production at the Mahoney Valley Scrappers. That's Every too bad. Why? Oh, for kiss play, cam. For kiss cam. Love gun. Oh, God. It's a dick thing. Take away the Spider-Man web-slinging action between the two uh, yeah. lips. <laughs> is it really that bad? Not nowadays, no. That's nothing. No, Just no, no I'm not saying is it bad. Like, that was a good kiss. That was a high point of that yeah, movie. I no, mean, I, that, like, was if you're a male, that was the definitive moment of this movie. The if scene. you're a male, you know, oh, from yeah. the ages of seven to seventy-nine, yeah, that's not bad. Listen, well, I should say a hetero male. Listen, you know? I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna be standing at that park like fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman in Boogie Nights after he sees fucking Dirk Diggler's cock in the first movie. Oh, and he's just like, fucking oh, fucking idiot. Idiot. he's fucking sitting. Idiot. No, as he's holding the boom mic, he has a look on his face like, oh, oh, that's me at that park if that oh, kiss goes down. Idiot. <laughs> oh, fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. No, but I mean, Friday night. Yeah. I'm watching it. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Okay. Yeah, no, I was kind of like, yeah. because I, that is the only saving grace of this later. movie. 
my whole Selma Blair thing. I had yeah. a Selma Blair thing, and I really wasn't that big of a fan of, yeah. of Sarah Michelle Geller. Neither I'll was say, I. I never really got I'll into Buffy. It. But then I watched this on the other night. I was like, well, actually, she had it you know, going on. So they have the kiss, and I'm like, okay, all right. You know, my wife, Mara, she's watching. Yeah. My wife. <laughs> my yeah. wife. My wife. And I'm sitting there, and then, you know, they started tightroping across yeah. the two mouths. So and I'm much. Like, this, how? How did this stay in the final cut? But, yeah. like, watching this older, seeing Selma Blair play a horrible version of a 15 year old didn't know that she was a freshman and now it disconnected makes it worse. me from it yeah. yeah she's an incoming freshman that's not good she's uh, in eighth grade yeah it's like a that? senior in an eighth grade i'm convinced in new york yeah. private school a freshman is a fourth grader because that's what it came across oh as. my god what an awful movie you know what she acted like oh, fuck idiot <laughs> oh, Idiot. We need a big picture of Philip Seymour Hoffman we do in need, here. Yeah. We do. We love PSH. Oh, PSH is Rest great. In peace. I'm a fucking idiot. He's All a right, fucking Seth, idiot. Seth, you got What's your next one? one? You got another one? Or another no? what? I got plenty of things. Favorite scene. Favorite scenes? Or notable scene. Hard notable scenes. This guy gets hit by a fucking yes. car. Yeah, going about 37 seconds. <laughs> He shouldn't have oh, died. God. No. How has this even happened? What Why happened did he die? <laughs> they hit the death button on his back. He could have been in the hospital <sighs> fighting for his life and he survives. It's and a, then he gets right. back at Catherine. So another movie released in 99, Meet Joe Black. He gets fucking that, gnarled by that the car. That had a car hitting a yes. guy. They're like, hey, what's better than having him flip over a car? We're going to have him hit like five cars and flip over seven times. Yes. But this movie is like, eh, we're going to have a car just kind of bump Let's him. just kind of bump him with a taxi and have him be okay enough you know at what? the point to look up and go... <sighs> I love you. You know what? But helped? then he yeah. dies. What helped me dies. is I have not seen this movie since it came out. And I could remember how it ended. I'm like, oh, okay. He's faked his death. He's going to show up that and reveal exactly the diary. What I was thinking. And it didn't happen. Should, I'm like, fuck this should that movie. Not have been what happened. It should have been. It should have been a setup. He faked his death to return and expose Catherine. It was going to be how him yes. and Annette fuck Catherine. And the ooh. funeral is going on. And I'm going, wait a minute. I think I have this weird memory yes. of Reese Witherspoon driving the car by herself, but there's no way that that car accident could have possibly ended his no. life. No. So wait, he's going to like pop around from the corner and be like, hey, what's going and on? And Ryan you know? Philby way. And then nothing. In his Dracula robe. We completely, <laughs> we completely stop a funeral yeah. For a person that just died, that was supposedly this huge asshole. You know, well, he, but he was super popular. Yeah, yeah. but. Yeah. But right? they literally but had the whole this, school. The whole school's the whole, here. The whole school would not go to a funeral just because he was an asshole. They had they the went same. There because he was popular. They had the same amount of people at his funeral that the fucking Queen of England had. Yeah. All right, let's be exactly. honest. So, but a little fucking book about a little bit of cooking and, uh, you know, in the so cross. So the whole That's reason it even happened because I, I got to think there's at least a manslaughter charge. There has to be. Right. Ronald driver. shows up because Catherine says, hey, Ronald, that little piece you teach to play the cello, yeah. be a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sebastian has been uh, taking her to Hunkachunka land. And How old is Ronald supposed I to be? I love the Hunkachunka reference. Uh, it's 
terrible. How uh, old is Ronald supposed to be? I don't. I think Sebastian's age. Okay. I, th- I hope. I really hope he's not out of school. Yeah. Same here. But he shows up and he's like, "You fuck my bitch. You fuck my bitch. You fuck my bitch." And he wants to fight Sebastian. He's, Sebastian would be like, "Who didn't?" And, yeah. <laughs> and somehow though, Annette is lucky enough to be there, <sighs> and she runs out. So basically, it's just Ronald and Sebastian are fighting in the street, and the car also would be at fault because they're obviously fighting in the street. It's not like he gets thrown in front of a car. No, they're kind of fighting in the street and the car's just like, all right, I'm let's, over it. Let's, like, I'm just going to hit this Let's be guy. honest. Sebastian had ample time to jump out of the fucking way of the well, car. He, 100%. Maybe. So Annette, no, no, yes, Annette yes. was he in the way of the car. He wanted yes. to die. He wanted, yeah, to, die. He wanted to sacrifice himself for yes. Annette. Yes. So he the, wanted his legend to live on. But the car should have stopped. I agree. So Horrible I think, ABS. I think Ronald should catch charges. I think the driver of that car should catch charges. Where's that? It's 1999, you know, based on, you know, whatever model of the car that was. It's true. It looked like a Crown Vic. They had different ABS issues and recalls during that year for that model. So, I mean, GM for you. If you really, that might be in a deleted Uh, scene. Last scene I'll mention, I wouldn't know. It got deleted on the Divix. The Verve, (laughs) Bittersweet Symphony playing over the scene at Sebastian's funeral when the copies of the journal get distributed, which really really bumped the Verve up. That song was kind of everywhere. Huge one hit wonder, but just playing over the, uh, unfolding the layers of how far Catherine is manipulated. It's really good. You've seen Clerks 2, haven't you, Seth? I saw Clerks 2 when I was on deployment. Okay. We pulled into Guam. Oh, okay. And I actually saw Clerks 2, like, opening weekend in Guam. Nice. I think that would have been 2006. Nice. Did you get the vibe during this movie when Sebastian was doing the photo shoot with Cecile that she did not look like Elias from Clerks fucking 2? Oh, no. (laughs) No, I didn't. (laughs) She looked like Elias. Mr. Fiend. (laughs) No, I didn't. I was waiting for her to say Optimus fucking prime. So my last one is Catherine admitting to treating Sebastian like a puppet. You were very much in love with her. And you're still in love with her. But it amused me to make you ashamed of it. You gave up on the first person you ever loved because I threatened your reputation. Don't you get it? You're just a toy, Sebastian. A little toy I like to play with. And now you've completely blown it with her. I think it's the saddest thing I've ever heard. It looks like he's going to seal the deal with her. And she's like, you're fucking pathetic. I had you the entire time. Yeah. You're my puppet. You're a fucking loser. Well, I hated that this movie I don't made me made me feel sympathetic towards Sebastian Valmont. loser, dick. <laughs> should have been Belmont. Say what you want about Ryan Phillippe. Emotionally, he kind of brought it in this movie like he's fucking crying. No, no I disagree. No, he's J.C. Phillippe's a little bitch in this movie. I think Ryan Phillippe is really good in this movie. What's the best Stop. Ryan Phillippe Stop. role? This this? I can't name another one. Give me, I can't name another Ryan Phillippe movie. You can't I can't name another I can. Ryan like, Phillippe movie right now. And I'll tell you a Scream very good nine? one. No. What? Scream Nine. Way of the Gun. I never Way seen it. Way of the Gun. Jim hasn't seen anything. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> that is the only good Ryan Phillippe movie. I, mean, I know what you the did. Way last of the Summer. Gun. Cruel Intentions. Garbage. Garbage. Way of the Gun. God, well, no, that's good. Uh, so last week, Seth, you haven't listened yet. He's great, in McGruber. But uh, he wasn't in Angus. You haven't listened yet. But in Angus, we did talk about how James Vanderbeek, who we find out it's a piece. Of shit. Is a piece of shit. No, Thanks, he is. Sarah, for shouting that out. Thank you, Sarah. Like, um, James Vanderbeek, the person in real life, shit? he's a piece yes. of like a anti vax fucking nutbag. Yeah. He's a um, piece really? Of shit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. So yeah. we talked about how 
James Vanderbeek is a much more recognizable and bigger star than he actually is based on his career. And I feel like Ryan Phillippe's kind of the same. I would agree. because Ryan he- Phillippe's been in almost nothing. You know, he's had a long career, but really it was this. What is the most recent thing he's been in? He's you- still acting. He is? Yeah. I don't remember him he's anything a, He's recent. on a show right now, isn't he? Uh, I mean, what, Apple TV or something? No, no, I think he's on What's like wrong with Apple NCIS. TV? Nothing, I like For All Mankind. I think he's on like NCIS, he's Wilkes on, Bar, Pennsylvania uh, or something. Been to Wilkes Bar, never again. Sorry. I've been to Wilkes Bar. Um, Stay in a hotel there. I don't think he is on a show. He was in you a sure? show called I Love You for That. No, that's I not love that for you. Something like that. Wow. So um, something like a CW. He was in a movie in 2023. He's been in two movies. The Locksmith. What? Miranda's Victim. Is this at the Dollar Tree down the road? Because we can do another Dollar Tree movie. In 2022, he was in three movies. American Murderer. Ugh. Collide. Summit Fever. So we can see. He in 2021, a- he's in two movies. <laughs> Lady of the Manor, one shot. In 2020, he took a year off. No, he He's didn't. He's the new Rob Lowe Walmart DVD line guy. Brothers by Blood, the second. Wish Upon, Return to Sender, Reclaim, Catch Hell, Straight A, Setup, <laughs> Revenge for Jolly. Wow. Revenge for Jolly. These aren't even real. No, are these fucking Bollywood <laughs> movies? But you have really never seen The Way of the Gun? No, I've never seen it. Is that a Western movie? Well, it, I mean, it has Jim Western like influences. I don't like Westerns. I've never even seen Tombstone. No, You've never seen No Country no. Road. No, no, it's current. Oh, it's got an amazing scene in it. The opening scene, it's him and uh, Benicio del Toro. Okay. Yes, they have spit. (laughs) Wow. There's a famous, there's, I don't want to say famous, but guys that have seen, people that have seen that movie. There's an excellent scene between uh, him and Sarah Silverman. Oh, Sarah Silverman's in it. Okay. She's in it for like 13 seconds. Oh, you know what I'm like about? reading this. Excellent scene. But we'll that whole movie, out. you know, I mean, not, it's, it's not an award winner, but it's definitely one of those movies but where you get done with it and you're like, wow, that was entertaining. Okay. No, no, that's the only thing that I've ever liked that Ryan Phillippe did. We're definitely absorbing all the pool chemicals and we're just floating and getting bloated. I'm so loaded with chlorine. Get out of the pool for just a second. Hey, do you guys know about Sebastian? He's such an awesome dude. He has such a bump on his head. Are you doing Fuck popular it. by not a surf? I really hope you Hey, are. tell you the teenage guy to popularity. One, have a Jaguar. Two, have a lump on your head. Three, fuck your sister. I'm popular. I got my own car. Uncharted, booty. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg was an Uncharted. It's a 1952 Jaguar. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's good. There it is. Like coming. Yes. It's like coming. I'm coming here. I'm coming at the everywhere. gym. I'm coming everywhere. Where's my <laughs> yeah. shirt? So I'm sorry, pool seniors out there. I made you get out of the pool, but just for a second, because we're not doing a fucking pool check, because fuck you. Fuck everybody. <laughs> um, After hours, baby. Yeah, we're going to do an after hours we're gonna do next week a pool check length episode the heater of the pool wasn't working properly so next week it will we we gotta do some pool maintenance so we're gonna get back in the pool i don't that makes no sense (laughs) after everything i just said but hey Catherine, your nipples look amazing guess what i'm gonna have sex with you oh i can't why not we share the same mom and dad whatever great tits good evening everybody i'm no leave it leave it George Michael's in the pool with us. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, everybody. George Michael gets to put it wherever Catherine will let him. (laughs) 
Oh. Yep. All right. So critical question. I think we know the answer. Ryan Phillippe versus Josh Hartnett. Who do you got? Oh, man. Because Josh Hartnett was in Halloween H2O, The Faculty, which is fucking awesome. We need to cover that. Fuck that yeah, is, it is. The Faculty is a really good movie. It's good. It's good. Usher. Usher's in it. Right. Usher. Elijah. Woad. Here on Earth. Black Hawk Down. Oh, he's Pearl Harbor. He was in. Holy shit. That's but right. He was in 40 Days and 40 Nights. And then he kind of dropped off completely other than maybe yeah. Sin City, Lucky Number 11, Does 30 Days keep, a Night. Do you need, really need to keep going? Was I probably Sin, don't. Was Sin I, oh. City ahead of its time? No. Okay. I remember getting really like hardcore into it. Like I really bought all the hard figs. for it. Yeah. I yeah, don't remember I, anything from that movie. You don't remember anything? Anything at all. I remember Jessica Alba. I will tell you right now that the first Sin City, I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen the second one. But Wait, I, there was a second yeah. one? Yeah, I, I mean, I've, wow. heard, I, I've heard it's not that great, but I love the first one. Yeah, first one's awesome. The Bruce, first one's amazing. Bruce Willie. The action figures were fucking <laughs> awesome for it. Bruce, Bruce Willie, Willie. Yellow Bastards in it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Really, it's really fucking good. This might be I a possibility. It. The first Sin City holds up. Well, okay, check it out. I think that answered it, right? Ryan Philippine is fucked up weird hair. Yeah. His hair sucks. Well, there's right? a... We I don't have a think movie that only two of the three of us have heard in the way of the gun. Other than that, we didn't know any other movie. Can we be honest? And, and I know what you did last summer. So. And not to sound fucking superficial. You sound fucking superficial. I'm going to go there with it. Ryan Phillippe, better looking dude than Josh Hartnett. I agree. Yeah. 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 Look better. Josh he's a hard Although, one. If he's you, cute. If we he's ask girls, girl pool sceners out there, you kind of liked Josh Hartnett, didn't you? You liked something about the weird slacker head thing. I just had a random thought. Do you think that Josh Hartnett was the guy that was five years ahead of Taylor Kitsch? Because he seems like right in that Taylor Maybe. Kitsch. Be careful where you're run. treading with Taylor Kitsch. But seriously, John what is he? Serious. He hasn't done anything good since I'll Friday throw Night down Lights. On Taylor Kitsch. Name me something better than Friday Night Lights that he did. Is John Tim Carter. Riggins. Taylor Kitsch? John Carter? Nope. Fuck. Taylor Kitsch. seen it. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to see John Carter for months. Uh, Why? Lone Survivor? The only John Carter. Lone Survivor? First off, Lone the only Survivor. John Carter Dude, I Kitsch? like Wait, is no, Noah Wiley from ER. All right. That's the only John Carter I like. Dr. John Carter, MD. Okay. okay. Thank you. God Do bless. you really not like Taylor Kitsch? No, he was great as Tim Riggins, and that was it. I'm no. sorry. You he think, was great in Friday Night Lights. Do you really think that was it? Yeah. How did this become a three-way dance? It's like Ryan Phillippe and Josh Hartnett were having a match. Paul Heyman. And all of a sudden, fucking Taylor Kitsch comes around. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that Taylor <laughs> Kitsch's music? <laughs> That's fucking Tim Riggins. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, Tim Riggins. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Kitsch. John Tucker must die. Thanks on a plane, Covenant, X-Men Origins, Battleship. Oh, that's right. He was an X-Man. Battleship, which was a thing. Remember when that movie happened? I saw Battleship. Rihanna. Very accurate Um, movie, by the way. Yeah. Battleship. Taylor Taylor Kitsch. True Detective, but the bad season. True Detective is one of the greatest shows ever made. Wasn't it the first season it was a good one and everything else was shite? It wasn't That's what I've, heard. I've only ever seen the first That's season. That's another movie, shy, but nothing can live up to, to season one. Season one's like nightmare inducing. Yeah, but it was kind of overhyped for me. McConaughey yeah. was in the first season. No, right? it was yeah. good. It was good, but it's so many people. It's so many like. Time's a flat circle. Season one. It's like the greatest season you're ever going to see, bro. You got to watch <laughs> this. Okay, it's like so good. You got to watch this great season. And I watched it and I go, you know, that's really fucking good. But you know what? Heroes season one still might be. You know like what Taylor Kitsch needed? The leftovers. If Taylor Kitsch was in the leftovers, now he would have in the leftovers. He would have been perfect for it. You know who you need to watch should that. have not I been do. in the, You know who should have not been in the leftovers? Who? David McCall. Hey, 
you know what? I tried to try for the leftovers and they were like, hey, David. I was like, my name's not David. It's Mark Wahlberg. Okay. My brother has a hamburger place called Wahlburgers. We just opened it at the casino in Austin Town. Guess what, dipshits? It's a mall kiosk. Fuck you. Could have been different, Mr. Walker. You should have allowed nature to take its course. First off, if you promote a Wahlburgers, promote it as a restaurant, not a fucking mall kiosk in a casino in Austin. Is it really a mall kiosk? It's literally like a mall kiosk. But you like said a that you went court. to an actual Wahlburgers in Boston, right? No, we went to one outside of Pittsburgh. Did I think it's in Robinson. Okay. Yeah, I bought Kevin a shirt. I have a hat. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, not, it wasn't bad. I liked their burgers. Yeah, I think yeah, they were really good. good. Hey, I'm not departed. Uh... <laughs> So, logic. I, I, I think got a lot. probably have a lot. We're going to defer to our guest, yes. Seth, to give us your first logic issue. Or as our late great friend, Mr. Captain Roy Ware for Maine, RJ would call him, Zeph. Zeph. What's your first one? <laughs> My first logic point is that Taylor Kitsch was really fucking good. <laughs> uh, in, uh, in X-Men Origins Wolverine, as bad of a movie as that was, yeah. I mean, he would have been a good gambit. So it was X-Men Origins yeah. Wolverine, and then there was The Wolverine, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those are two different movies, Jim. Thank you, Seth. Seth. <laughs> okay. What's your yeah. first step a loger? Step a loger? Yeah, it's French for logic. I don't believe that. Uh, logic <laughs> point. Who the fuck at what school is there this much serious mature conversation going on <laughs> like it's a like, lot even like, for a private school even for a, a private school i mean a cross with cocaine in it oh tons of cocaine i i just don't i don't see that being a real thing anywhere yeah is it because we're supposed to believe that because it's upper class rich we're not entitled well, you know what i kind of think about it it's a bittersweet symphony it's a lot i've <laughs> <laughs> that was an amazing song when it came out. I still think it's an amazing song. Yeah. Almost upset that that song is attached to this movie. Yeah. This movie's I responsible agree. for that song kind of blowing up the way it did. I also which didn't realize the fucking cardigans were in this movie, too. I was shocked with Love Me, Love Me. I know, because oh, I, was, I yeah. was disappointed because yeah. I was like, it's a good Romeo, song. Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet already did that. Yeah, 96. You can't do it again. Yeah, you, you can't, can't make Fetch happen. No. You, no. <laughs> Fetch will be a thing someday we're gonna fucking make it happen we i should uh, so our movie starts with revenge porn yeah sebastian posts nudes of his therapist's daughter online the terror so scene. literally like our our setting is okay this is our main character sebastian we're applauding him for revenge porn in this universe yeah, they this, really do want us to root for a yeah guy. they're like yeah look at him he fucked this girl and he posted her pictures online and the thing that doesn't make sense in this universe rape apparently does not exist in this universe at all no there's no brings, consequences thank at you for all reminding me of that yeah. yeah this guy should be behind fucking bars he oh, should. 100 he should be exactly look there was a whole lot of non-consent going on oh tons let's put it that way yeah i'm not gonna say that you know sebastian's a rapist yeah but there's a whole lot a non-consent. So you guys know Tucker Max. I hope they yes. serve beer in hell. This I had his ho- book. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I read his I hope book. they serve beer in hell. I remember thinking at the time, how hilarious is this? Every story and I hope they serve beer in hell is him kind of taking advantage yeah. of girls. Yes. There was a whole culture built around like, I fucked 5,000 girls and most of them were like, this is kind of, but now you look back and you're like, this is very scummy, but that's like the type of character Sebastian was. Oh, he is. He was like a Tucker, yep. he was like a Tucker Max where he was like, I have this reputation for being this, like, I'm just a gigolo Everywhere sort of thing. But now you look back and it does not age well at all. Horribly ages. The idea of it doesn't age well. I think if Tucker Max would have went out and did his thing and got consent. Tucker Max. Yeah, would be I done would like, nowadays. Yeah, no, well, no. He is. Well, oh, yeah, okay, okay. but 
That's a negative assumption, right? Yeah. Let's just say that he goes out and says, hey, I need you to give me consent. Yeah. How many of those girls don't give him consent? Very true. Maybe You're it's right. only a couple out of yeah, man, 5, yeah, thousand, who knows, right? Who knows? But, but at the very the least, we at least he's in. saying, would you like to go have sex? Yeah. How many of those, you know, encounters did he have yeah. that they would have said no? Yeah. You know, and I mean, yeah, granted, we'd never hear about them, but. But here's the thing. Even if one was. There you go. That's you all know, you need. I'm too drunk to know what's going on. You're done. And, yeah. Then it goes down that path. You got another one, Seth. Um, yeah. So this is a scene. Sebastian talks about kissing Cecilia. I don't really know if this is logical. But they don't really describe kind of a kiss it is. Uh, they do say that uh, he wants to kiss down there. Yes. Um, Meaning the vagina. I don't know. Is that Shout what he's kissing? Shout out to DJ Quick. <laughs> is that what he's kissing? Because you know what, Jim? I do remember. I'm pretty sure he met her feet. I do remember, yeah. you know, a time in your yeah. life when, when you had some personal experiences with that. Yes, I did. With kissing feet? Very late in life. Not feet. <laughs> um, was he kissing or was he using another part of his body to stimulate? That's a good point. Yeah. That's my question. Yeah. He's not just going to smooch. No, he might not be smooching. He might be using another body part. Like, yeah, know, maybe his chin or something. Yeah. Oh, chin lotties. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fake chow. Was he, he given chin lotties then? He might have given chin lotties. <laughs> Cecile not only has no objections to kissing Catherine, so she's 14 years old. In a park! She's probably never kissed anyone. New York City! She has no <laughs> objections to kissing anyone, but she kisses a girl in the middle of a public park. I mean, whatever. No Fuck one else movie. cared, but like, no. why didn't Cecile care? Why didn't she be like, no? Because she's not. She's in eighth <laughs> fucking grade. She doesn't know any better. Yeah. All right. So I have a big one. Why the fuck did it? Net- yeah, I have a huge. No, I have very small penis. I talked about this last week. <laughs> My I big, got a big one. Okay, next next topic. <laughs> My big point of contention. How did Annette just take Sebastian's 1952 Jag? I actually have this. Like, why my wife, have my bri- wife brought this up. My How did the car get put into a, Annette's name legally? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, Sebastian's absentee parents locate the title for her. Did she make arrangements? Like, did he was like, I'm dying, but good thing I wrote my will when I was 17 to leave yes. the car to Annette. Nobody has a will at that age. Come no. on. Nobody still has a will. What the no. fuck's a will? Anyway. I don't have a will. I just told I Kevin. I have King's jewels in my controller. Kevin, I'm doing my will. Hold on, Kevin. I'm doing my will in here. Take whatever the shit you want. Have fun. There, thanks. You're welcome. Seth, you can have the arena oh, laser disc on the wall. Yes. All right. That's so, all I wanted. Seth, you got another point of loger. No, no. The whole fucking movie's garbage. It's fucking shit. Okay. Yeah. I know they're rich, but that's a hell of a high quality security camera that Catherine puts in to watch Cecilia's music lessons. She has like yeah. HD quality footage of Cecile's music lessons with. Which those cameras didn't exist. No. Well, no, no, no. I'm not going to say that they didn't exist. They still don't exist. Yeah, they weren't really available. She has like a ring camera yeah. quality watching Cecile's music lessons. It's bad. Here's one. So when Seb catches Ronald with Catherine, she is upset that he doesn't want to fuck her now. Yeah. So I assume you've come here to make arrangements. Some other time. Excuse me? I'm not in the mood. I want to fuck. And I don't. Does that not violate the terms of the bet? She's yes. like, I just want to fuck. And Ronald's in the drawer. Yes, he's in the fucking drawer. Catherine's yeah. whole plan to get revenge on court is that Sebastian needs to sleep with Cecile. But why? Yeah. The whole plan's flawed. They could just start, like, Sebastian's reputation precedes him. They could just start a rumor that Sebastian has been hanging out with Cecile and, or that Cecile has been fucking the music teacher. Oh, yeah. And wouldn't that just do the job? Like, why does this, why does 
Seth. Seth. Why, Seth? <laughs> Seth, why did I you fuck this deal? Why were you looking like fucking Dracula? <laughs> Yeah, but why does Sebastian have to actually fuck Cecile? A rumor would have done the job. Yeah, I agree. So here's a big one. I think this was a movie fuck up, Kevin. So when Nett, that is from Smokey and the Bandit, that snowman's wife. When Snowman's up, wife, yeah. Snowman, that's Jerry Reed. When Annette, Coors OG, we ain't drinking that shit tonight. That's right. When Annette is People's making, Margaritas, motherfucker. I love fucking Coors OG is the our, best. Our bartender, Divix. <laughs> <laughs> when Annette is making Sebastian laugh in the car, we see Sebastian and Cecile in bed that night but the next day Sebastian is spying on Annette with binoculars as she's reeds under the tree they are wearing the same exact thing as they did the previous day or the day previous to that was this filmed out of order probably thank you I win (laughs) going back what was the point of Ronald hiding when Sebastian walks in on Catherine yeah what like the director was a really big Seinfeld fan yeah (laughs) what was the point that's about it yeah he literally hears him fucking her yeah so why is he hiding all right, Catherine, tell me she's not a serial killer in training. She tells Sebastian that he was just a toy she liked to play with, and he's just like, what, number three or four of the lives she's ruined in this movie? I'm pretty sure she's gearing up to become like the... Uh, Gary Ridgeway? She's becoming the Green, green River green, Killer. Yeah, Green River Killer. Ted Gary Bundy. Ridgeway. Ted Bundy, yes. My final one. Oh, fuck, I don't... Nope, I'm good. <laughs> So we fucking it sucks. Yeah, in Sebastian's bad. journal. Okay. What is that picture of Catherine? It's like a very serious photo that he has of Catherine. I wouldn't be able it's to fucking kind of read. Like a stalker picture. It is. It's very strange. And I then would, a drawing of the cocaine cross. Yeah, let's let's talk about it's, this. It's, let's talk about this journal. It's the most complicated thing to read. First of all, his oh, curse, yeah. his curse of handwriting fucking sucks. Might actually be the best, most complicated thing in the movie. Like the actual he has meat the co- potatoes. He has the cocaine cross drawn across one page. Yeah. It's written from like right to left, left to right. Nobody would be able to understand this. It's the worst journal ever. But why would other people in the school actually give a fuck? Like, are they that stupid to think that Catherine was wholesome? Well, they never no. show that Catherine, because I would assume she fucking ruined all their lives too. Yeah. She's Regina George and oh, she ruined all their lives. Yeah, good call. But they don't show any of that. Final logic point I have. How did Sebastian die from that? We talked about it. There's it's no awful. way. It's a bump. Yeah. Dude's got a weak heart or weak liver or something. Yeah. He's a glass a Joe. dick. <laughs> does have like, weak seriously, dick. come on. There had to have been a lot of STDs in this, right? They, yeah. They've had to have crabs. Uh, Chlamydia crabs for Sebastian? Chlamydia, for sure. Let's be honest. Okay, real quick. Do you think Ryan Phillippe asked Sebastian at the end of this movie with that cape coat, could he have not have played a great, like, distant relative of Simon Belmont from Castlevania? He looks like a fucking Dracula. Are we giving him this one? Uh, I don't, Whatever. I don't care at this point. <laughs> I'm how many drinks? This movie eat? was made for skin and skin alone. But there's not enough skin. There's no tits there's in no, this movie. There's no tits. They insisted on this no movie ass. being an R-rated movie, but there's no ass or tits. But, <sighs> why is yeah, this R-rated? I, is it really R-rated? No, it they, is R-rated. They, they dropped like seven F-bombs. They wanted to make sure this ended up being an R-rated movie because they thought it was provocative. Oh. I mean, talking about banging your stepsister without any contact, not knowing that you've known each other since you were two and three. You but know, like, 1999 thinking, was it the kiss that made this R-rated? You know who liked this movie? You know I who, hope all not. All right, let's, let's 
let's move on to legacy of this movie. You know who this movie was for? I was going to say Roger Me. Ebert loved this movie. Kid, Me. Kids, you. Him. Kids too young to watch this movie. Yeah. My wife Good. said like, I was too young to be watching this movie and know what was going on, but that's who it was made for. I mean, it I was 17. It wasn't was made. 17. It yeah. wasn't made for people who knew better. It's a good point. It was made for younger people to kind of get a taste of like what dirty yeah, is Yeah, like what is what's is this what we do? In a world in kiss a you world down there where yeah. people kiss each other even though they shouldn't be. There you go. Wow, it's Don LaFontaine, the movie trailers guy. Pat LaFontaine? It's not dirty. Fuck Pat LaFontaine. Retired in 1999 due to concussion problems. Is it because of this movie? Retired. He was like, I saw Cruel Intentions. <laughs> I'm fucking done. This movie's called. You want to bang your brother. <laughs> it's a cult classic. Oh, that, really? In 2015, they launched a jukebox musical of Cruel Intentions, like a stage musical. Great. That just features all 90s music. <laughs> just randomly, that's all they do. <laughs> do you want a blowjob? Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Yes. <laughs> in a world where you can put it anywhere you want. Jaguar versus in a world <laughs> where <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, there is there's a cruel intentions too. <laughs> My car needs a vinyl wrap of fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, with, with everything below his uh his belly button hanging out with that tight yeah. t-shirt. This drives me nuts. It's called Cruel Intentions 2, but it's a prequel. It tells the story of Sebastian and Catherine prior to the movie. So we get our answer, how the parents got together. That's awful. How old they were, but they're played by obviously different actors and actresses. The actress who played younger Catherine, Amy Adams. Really? Wow. Somebody felt guilty for making Cruel Intentions. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. They went... Yeah. Yeah. Love Amy Adams. I tell yeah. somebody how old they were when their parents got married. Yeah. In what? a world where you're creeped out and you need <laughs> to find out how old they were when their parents got married. So also in a world where we need to give the audience some plugs. If you're tired of paying late fees for video rentals or paying for movies you didn't have time to watch, check out Divix at Circuit City. Only DVD players with Divix play DVD movies, Divix movies, and audio CDs. Divix movies are only $4.49 each, and you never have to return them or pay late fees. This RCA DVD player with Divix is only $3.49.99, and get any five Divix movies free after rebate. Plug into Divix at Circuit City. Cool sceners once again. Thank you for listening to this episode of the show. And don't forget, as always, like, comment, subscribe, rate, and follow Apple, Spotify, and Podbean. You leave us a five-star review and we read it on the air, we'll send you out a bit of a prize. Also, don't forget, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. You guys are unsure how to get there? We have a one-stop shop now, and it's called Linktree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash pool scene podcast if you guys would like to contribute to the show in any way help for future content maybe even put it towards a cup of coffee for us there is a link at the top of the link tree that will send you to basically a tip jar we love you guys and thank you once again and now back to kevin final lap guy yeah the final lap All right, Jim, I think we need to do it. 
Seth said he misses the waste of time. So rather than do it a final lap this week, I think we need to do a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. Thank yeah, you, Warchild, baby. Or that was from uh, Point Break. All right, Jim, for the last few weeks, may, this might be the last one. We might do some more. Give us a Fast X update. So, viva la soy, everybody. Banda de noi. Fast X. Last week, we reported that Fast X has made $660 million to the box office. Not a good week. No. Fast X, I think we finally plateaued. Fast X is now currently at $668 million. Only made $8 million last week. Kevin, I think it might not get to $700 million at this right. rate. At least here. Worldwide, it might get bigger. But yeah, it's not going to hit Avatar. Last week, we learned it's all Momoa's fault. It is. It's his fault. Family. Seth, what do you uh, What do you got to bring us in the waste of time, the special waste of time? A good waste of time. and be able to tell you that, uh, you know, it's uh, catching up on everything. Um, uh, I'm getting close to uh, being all caught up on everything and I just want to say uh, how much I appreciate you guys having me here. Oh, thanks, and, brother. Uh, um, uh, Anytime. What current episode are you on? What's the last thing you guys listened Santa to? Santa Slay. Oh, nice. God. Because you went a 22 hour... 22 hours down to Florida, 22 hours back. 44 hour drive, 40 hours of it was Pull Steam Podcast. Your wow. wife and your kids. Yes. Uh, <laughs> not really sure that it's appropriate that I let my kids listen Probably to this. Not. But, no, but not at all. In my defense, they got their headphones on they sure. kind of listen to it. They kind of don't. But I will tell you that my son, Dean, friend of the show, you know, he's, <laughs> he's constantly, a pool He's constantly going like, out of the pool. Like, he... <laughs> He hears stuff, and yeah. both kids are always, you know, they always get a kick out of it. Uh, when are you going to show your son Fast Times at Ridgemont High for the pool oh, scene? Yeah. Phoebe Kate's coming out of the pool. Uh, you know what? Uh, happy birthday, Dean. He'll be 13 this Sunday. Happy birthday, Dino. Uh, he could watch it now. I yeah. think he needs to see that. The most seminal moment in movie history, what we're named after, the Phoebe Kate's pool scene. I mean, we just watched The Abyss this last week. Uh, what a fucking you know. great movie, oh, The Abyss. Oh, it's incredible. Ed Harris, come I mean, on. It's, it's good. I mean, you know. Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. He is, my son is at that age right now where he just, I don't know if he's watching things with me because he thinks it's cool. Like I'm going to make dad happy. Yeah. Yeah. But I hope he's watching them because he actually likes them when he doesn't fall asleep. Show him just one of the know? guys. Oh my God. Greatest breasts in movie he, history. You know what? I actually tried acquiring that. I'll just use that term. I've got a Plex server that I try and keep updated and everything. And that's one of the movies that I've been looking for. Oh, yeah. So good. We got to watch that one, but uh, yeah. Our short Shortest trivia for the pool sceners out there. Our shortest mainline episode we ever did. 55 minutes long, I Joyce think it Heiser is. Joyce Heiser responded to Jim and was like, I'll check it out. So I think she listened to the episode. Joyce Heiser, her. who played Terry, the lead in that movie. I put out a tweet saying, hey, we loved your movie. It's Wait, you mean like the main actress yes, of that movie? Joyce Heiser. Yeah, She's she, like, she tweeted check it out. back at me. Didn't you say that you met her somewhere, though? No, I, I met Helen Slater when we did Legend of Billie Jean. That, I met right, Helen Slater. Yes. So you're almost up there. You're almost at that point where you're all caught up. I don't want to listen to the newer episodes because I don't want to miss anything before. And I didn't give you a minky sunrise today. You listened to the advent calendar. Very, so. very, <laughs> very upset that I didn't get a minky sunrise. I was telling uh, Jim and Kevin earlier before we started recording that, you know, Alex, uh, uh, he's a friend of the show. Oh, yeah. Alex and I, he's a guy Great I work with. Great dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, uh, we. Uh, it's like every morning I come down there to his office and I have a cup of coffee and we talk about, hey, where are you at? Where are you at? You know. 
know, we talk about, you know, where we're at in the whole pool scene anthologies of, you know, everything. We need to get Alex on the show with you. Yeah. We need to get him here. Well, you know what? It's a really, really sad thing. We'll do In the and Navy I, with Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's down Periscope. That's not, not In the Navy. Yeah, that's, that's a that's, Village yeah. People song. Yeah, that's a Village yeah people. definitely. If I could promote this to all of the submariners out there, perfect. Because you know what? When we go down. I was going to say, if you're on base, we can do a, a Zoom or something like yeah. that. Set you up. Have you guys on the show yes. together? That'd be great. I think, well, I mean, I, I mean, we could definitely make that happen. Yeah. Shout out, Alex. One ping only, please. Yes. <laughs> something about pot. <laughs> about podcasts <laughs> is that when submarines go deep, we don't have any internet. Yeah. Well, I would think not. Yeah. You would think not, but that's a common question. Like, well, how do you get internet? Yeah. You know, when you're 500 feet plus below sea level, you don't get anything. So whatever you have, when I came in in 2004, there was no such thing as Netflix, Spotify, Amazon yeah. music and stuff. Right now, these guys are like, Oh no, it's been 30 days. All of my music's expired. And I'm looking in, I'm looking at them going like, you didn't learn how to pilot yeah. the right way. Like, you don't know how to download shit. Like, yeah. you know, the technology needed to complete the Avatar movie. So everybody loves Avatar, right? You know what? The second movie is made 2.3 billion. Isn't it nuts? 2.3. The second so one's almost made three or the, the first one. Third one was supposed to come out December of next year. Okay. The technology needed to complete the Avatar movies doesn't exist yet. So now. What the fuck does that even mean? There's a delay in the release schedule. The final movie in the the Avatar series is now expected to arrive in theaters in 2031. What is this? Fast 11? I get mad about a two-year wait in between installments for a movie franchise. Imagine if you were like an Avatar guy. Imagine if you were a fucking idiot and you're an <laughs> Avatar guy. <laughs> fucking idiot. And you had to be like. That's going to be permanently on the soundboard. I'm not. <laughs> has to be. I'm not going to finish Avatar until 2031. Okay. Eight years from now. Has if both of you seen Avatar? I've never seen yes, either of them. I've seen Desire yes, to see I've seen the one. first one. Saw and, the first one. And you bring up Avatar, and yeah. that actually brings me something else. Avatar. Like, a, <laughs> Avatar, you know, it was a very good ride. We went down there at Disney. We waited in line for a very long time. Uh, we got in there. We rode the line, you know. Is Avatar, time. is it a Disney Here's ride? Here's the deal. After listening to uh, Kevin talk about his Disney trip, about two weeks ago, went down to Disney with my family. Car, Griswold family. <laughs> Road trip. My mother... 72 years old, flies down, meets us there. I'm thinking like, yeah, you know what? We're going to ride some rides. She's going to get on about half of them. Yeah. No. No. Nope. She went all in. Every single fucking ride we went on, she was like, well, I'm here. Hell yeah. We're doing it. Hell yeah. Except for one. You know what, though? She would not ride the teacups. Totally understand. Exactly. She's like, Guardians, I'm in. Tron, I'm in. So the spinning? Yeah. She just, no, no, and this is the thing. Sal Files, huge shout out, friend of the show. Just want to tell you, thank you so much. Excellent trip. You blew my mind. I honestly thought, I, I was looking at her going like, I don't know if she's on like a death trip. Yeah. Every single sign Let's says if you've up. had heart issues, if you've yeah. had this, all this stuff. She's like, yep, yep, yep. Okay, well, I'm thinking like, she's thinking like, well, if I'm going to go, this is how I'm going to go I'm gonna out. I'm going to go out in style. Exactly. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. She's in all the pictures with us. Just, yeah. hey, you know, yeah. Thank you, Kevin, for yeah. all your different stuff that you recommended at uh, Disney and everything. Yeah. Gardens of the Galaxy, best ride there. Most emotion I had attached to a to a ride. Down Better than the Fast and Furious ride? Uh, that's at Hollywood Studios. Oh, well, it's all the same. That's it's not uni- Disney, Jim. That's a Universal, universal. ride. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, no. not Hollywood Studios. Universal, no. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. yep. So there's a movie in 2013 illegally filmed at Disney called Escape from Tomorrow. I'd recommend it for everyone. Disney, instead of suing them, was like, if we sue them, it's going to bring more 
more attention to their movie. They tossed their equipment over the fence and shit, snuck equipment, and illegally filmed a movie. Oh, nice. It's fucking awesome. It's a horror movie. But Disney was like, we're not going to bring attention to it. So it was illegally filmed in Disney, and they allowed it. But Interesting. Before I get too much further in that, I have to, seriously, guys, I have to piss so bad. <laughs> so I'm starting to... I have to run upstairs and take a leak. But until next week's 1999 draft, I'm going to say, Silencia.